Good morning. Thanks for tuning in. This is Pastor Julie Lewis from Asbury United Methodist Church in Smyrna, Delaware, where we share the love of God and the good news of Jesus Christ in all we do. Jennifer Burns, and I am back for another installment of our Interviews from Asbury podcast series, where we interview people from the Asbury, Smyrna, Clayton community and talk about how we live out our faith as modern-day Christians. I have really enjoyed getting to talk to so many different people from the community and getting to know people better. And I hope that you have enjoyed listening and that you've maybe had an opportunity to hear from someone that you didn't know just from attending services. Today with me, I have Charlotte Kermy, who has been a longtime member of Asbury. She and her family live right on the edge between Smyrna and Clayton. And Charlotte raised her kids at Asbury and in scouting programs. She is a big military buff, and it's something she and I talk about a lot. She loves traveling, and I'm really happy to have her with me on the podcast today. Um, Charlotte, I know you are taking a big step out of your comfort zone with me here today. So first off, thank you for agreeing to talk with me. I gave a really brief introduction, but um, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Okay. I have been married to my husband for almost 35 years. We have two adult children. I am not originally from Delaware. I simply ended up here in Delaware by saying two words I do to my my husband because he was living here at the time. And I've been here for almost 35 years, so I kind of like it now. I didn't at first, but I do now. Yeah, it took some time to grow on me, too, when when we moved. So um, you and I both said that your family has been longtime members of Asbury. What different ministries have you been involved in at Asbury, and what did you enjoy most? I enjoyed it when the children were younger because I was always helping out with Bible school. I was a member of the worship team. And I was on the older guild, but that kind of stopped when I got sick. And I liked, believe it or not, I like when I'm the head usher. Because I get to go around and ask different people if they'll help me out with the ushering. It's a way to get to know different people. And I always try to get different ones to help out. But I think that's one of my favorite things. And the other thing I like doing until I got sick, was I would go around and deliver food once a month. And I can't do it now because I don't have a car, and I never know whether I've got a doctor's appointment on Wednesdays or not. But that was always fun, going out and meeting people. Yeah, yeah. I know when you're asking people to to serve, there's always the the person that you know, well, if you go ask this person to do this, they'll say yes to you, so I'm, I'm sure you're probably one of the people that can get some of our people to agree to do something that they probably wouldn't do otherwise. Oh, I have a method about doing the ushering. I usually try to get, one Sunday I try to get all men, another Sunday I'll try to get all women, 
another Sunday, I'll get couples. And then the fifth Sunday, if there's younger people there, I'll try to get them. I just try to get, try to come up with a different way of doing it. And then if I have it in the summer, I'll make sure that I always ask people that are in the choir to do it because they can't do it, you know, the other times of the year. Other times of the year, yeah. One of the good things about Asbury is that there's a lot of different ministries and a lot of things to do, and I think we're usually able to find something for anybody, but something that they'll enjoy doing. So um, we've mentioned a little bit about um, your illness and being sick and how that's kind of changed things for you. Um, I know that that's changed how you worship, but um, what do you enjoy the most about church? I enjoy going and seeing my friends. I don't have any family that live near me. So the people at church have really been um, a great family. In fact, when I first got cancer, uh, Jack and I decided that we would ask someone else to come with us to listen in on all the doctor's visits and, to, you know, be there with us. And we did, and she came with us to all the appointments and everything until I actually started my uh, cancer treatments. And we figured, Jack and I figured we could drive to the cancer center ourselves. We didn't need to have, she didn't have to come with us then because basically all I was doing was getting a shot, and she was there when they went over everything that was going to happen to me and things like that. That's really important. I'm glad that you were able to find somebody within the church family that was able to walk through that with you. And I'm sure that that was probably a comfort to Jack, too, to know that he had somebody else to to help him. Um, So we've said a little bit about you being sick. And if you're okay with me saying um, the type of cancer that you have is called multiple myeloma, which is a form of blood cancer. Um, I know that you, you've had, like you said, a lot of medical appointments and constantly changing treatments and medications. Um, if you're comfortable with it, can you talk about how this has impacted your faith? It's made my faith stronger, believe it or not, because I know that I'm not facing this cancer alone, that I know that God's with me. It's been it's been a little over a year since this, I could say, nightmare started. But when I look back at everything that I've been through, I've often wondered how I've made it, but then I know that God's been with me the whole time. And when it first happened, the lady came into the room, the doctor came in the room, told me I had cancer, got up, walked out. I was alone. I just wanted to scream, cry, but I was, you know, basically alone. And I just prayed to God to help me to get through it. And then when Jack came in that night, I I told him, I said, oh, by the way, I've got cancer. And he's like, okay, we'll get through this. We've come to the conclusion that with me dealing with cancer has been the hardest thing that we've ever had to face. I have seen pain doctors, I have seen orthopedic surgeons, I am now seeing a urine note threat 
throat specialist because they think I have thyroid cancer. I've seen um, radiation doctors. Actually, the radiation doctor gave me the best advice, and that was to pray and take it one day at a time. I have seen the people up at the Helen Graham Center are absolutely fantastic. The people that give me my... Um, they're pretty sure they caught this whole thing in time. So I just get a, a shot. I can't even pronounce the name of the medicine that they give me. I just know it starts with a V. Um, I get a shot. Right now, it's going to start every other week instead of every week. And it takes about 45 minutes. The whole point in time I get there... Get checked in, get the shot. I'm usually out of there within 45 minutes to a half an hour. Jack and I have found a support group for this type of cancer, which has been absolutely great. And it meets at the hot, it meets at the Helen Graham Center. But because of the coronavirus, they've had to stop the meetings because they were at, were at the center. So they're supposed to start back up in July. But I guess the best part about this whole thing is that one day a week I get to spend with Jack doing what we want to do. But I still, it's just been in the last few months that I've been able to, you know, walk around semi-normal. Because I guess I'm going to have a limp in this leg because how they found the cancer was because I came home from a church service spell and broke my leg and spent three weeks in the hospital. I guess that about sums it up. <laughs> I'm really glad that you mentioned the support group. Um, in some of our one-on-one conversations, that's something that you mentioned to me a lot that's helpful for you. And I think it's important that um, you're able to participate in those secular groups that aren't necessarily part of of church but that you're finding that that helps your faith and I'm sure that you um I guess sharing parts of your faith in that group probably helps other people it has because everybody gets up there and says something you know a little bit and to look on their face to one night it, it came out that the last with a meeting in um, February, it just so happened to fall on my birthday. And I had taken up some cupcakes for everybody. And I said, well, I just, I'm just i just happy to celebrate another birthday because I was in the hospital at Christmas time. But I'm also dealing with having a pacemaker, being diabetic, and having cancer. And they just, like, looked at me like, how are you still here, you know, but... I jokingly just tell everybody I run off a battery. I was thinking, I know you're a cat person, so that must be something that you have in common with the cats, having nine lives. Yeah. Yeah, these cats are, yeah, they know sometimes I'm having a rough day. They just come up, curl up me, and look at me like, you're going to be okay. We'll get through this. Yeah. And for the people listening, how many cats do you have at home? Ten. (laughs) <laughs> and believe right it or not, now the humanity... right ahead. now they're all taking naps. 
they yeah. have they take naps at certain times, so they're all taking naps right now. Yeah. But they're always up at the to, same time. Yeah. Huh? I, I was going to say, you manage to keep ten cats at home and have a house that doesn't smell like cats. So Yeah. So um, I know that you have been watching the live stream services that Asbury has been doing on Sunday mornings, and um, this is first and foremost a way to keep our congregation together in some form of united worship, but it has also been reaching people who didn't attend Asbury before and even people who are not in the Smyrna-Clayton area, so um, of course, there's no way for us to know who knows Jesus and who is hearing the message for the first time through those online services. But if there was only one thing that you could tell someone who had never heard of Jesus before, what would you say to them? I would tell them that you can really, really change your life. Now, I accepted Christ as my savior when I was about seven or eight years old and I was at a church camp. So I cannot really relate to people that have gone their whole lives and then have accepted Jesus. But as soon as you have him in your life, the better your life will be. And I remember my mom as a kid, I don't know how old we were, but I had asked somebody to come to church, and the Sunday that we weren't there, they came. But the whole family ended up accepting Christ as their Savior. And her and I went to school, and I went to school together, but we went to different middle schools, and we caught up to each other years later. And she told me about that. She says, I am so glad that you invited me to church that Sunday. And I was just so how her whole family just accepted Christ as their Savior was just something for me, was overwhelming for me at a young age. But as soon as you find a church that you're comfortable with and really think about putting God first in your life, because it will make the biggest difference in your life. Because with me dealing with cancer, and knowing that I'm not going through this alone has been the best thing for me. Because there's lots of times my husband's at work, and I'm here alone, but I know that God's with me, and I will get through this. And I have gotten through it. That's really and amazing. Amen for that. I'm kind of one of those people I came to, well, I, I was raised in a church, but I kind of um, fell away for a while and came back to it. And I had a lot of life in the middle where I did feel like I was alone. So um, I agree with you that once you accept it and you accept um, God's will instead of our will, that it does change things and it puts things in a different perspective once you're able to pray through things and align what you're wanting with God's plan. So I think that would be a really great message to, to share with people. So there are um, 
Pastor Julie's been doing a really good job with the current sermon series that we're in, which is actually talking about kind of what we were just talking about with promises that we can focus on over all of the uncertainty that's happening right now. Um, one thing that I'm hoping for that will come out of this time that we're in right now is people hearing the news of Jesus, maybe even for the first time. So, um, Charlotte, thank you for talking with me today. Like I said earlier, I know that you are stepping out of your comfort zone here doing this with me, and I thank you for trusting me to, to do that. So. I am waiting for this social distancing to be over so we can see each other again, but I really enjoyed talking with you today. Um, well, thank you. I enjoyed it, too. Yeah. For those of you listening, thank you for spending a little bit of your time with Charlotte and I today. Church is not just on Sunday mornings, and we are doing our best to provide avenues to remain in worship and to have good Christian content for you during the week. So if you have any feedback on this episode or anything else, you are welcome to email me at media.asbury at gmail.com. If you are looking for a place to worship on Sunday mornings, all of our services are online right now. We go live on Facebook and YouTube at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. We are currently in a sermon series called Imperishable, which is studying the book of First Peter. We would love to have you join us as we worship and praise the Lord separately, but still together. You can find out more about our other worship opportunities, Bible studies, and ministries of the church on our website and our Facebook page. There will be links in the show notes below. And we will be back with another interview from Asbury next week. Until then, be well, friends, and we will see you soon.